This is Optimal Living Daily Relationships, Episode 129, Mindful Parenting, How to Respond Instead of React, Part 1, by Jill Cedar with Gottman.com. And I'm Joss Marie, your very own personal narrator, right here on the Relationships Edition of Optimal Living Daily. This is your one-stop podcast where the producer, Justin Mullick, Hand select some of the best relationship content out there. And then, with permission from the authors, we adapt the content into audio posts, just like an audiobook or audio blog. Today, I have the first part of a two part parenting post by Jill Cedar with Gottman.com. So, make sure and come on back for tomorrow's post to hear part two. That'll be episode 130. Also, For those of you who may be interested primarily in our family and parenting posts, we try and keep things organized by putting them toward the end of the week. To learn anything else about the show, simply come by oldpodcast.com. And with that, let's hear today's post as we optimize your life. Mindful Parenting, How to Respond Instead of React, Part 1 by Jill Cedar with Gottman.com. What does your stress look like? Our bodies and brains are wired to react to high-stress situations as a safety net. If our brain perceives a threat, it signals the amygdala, the body's alarm system, which tells our body to act without thinking. The amygdala responds to situations with the fight, flight, or freeze response. This is to protect us, but our stress receptors cannot distinguish between real dangers or false dangers. In everyday parenting, our stress response often gets triggered unnecessarily by events that are not actually life-threatening. Our bodies are reacting to our kids spilling cereal all over the floor in the same way we would react if we were being chased by a bear. Depending on your childhood experiences and memories, your stress response may be triggered more easily than another person. When our stress receptors are triggered, we have difficulty thinking clearly and being attentive to people around us. We are unable to be thoughtful in our responses and have trouble staying focused and our ability to solve problems is diminished. Dr. Dan Siegel, a clinical psychologist who studies the brain, explains that during stressful parenting moments, we may lose control or flip our lid and let our emotions control our reactions. When we fly off the handle, it happens so quickly and we aren't thinking about how our children are perceiving us. Our reactions can be very scary to kids. Also, we are modeling that this is how grown-ups react to stress. If we choose to be more mindful by pausing before responding, we can teach kids that they too can pause and choose to respond instead of react. What does mindfulness mean in parenting? Managing our own emotions and behaviors is the key to teaching kids how to manage theirs. It is the reason airlines tell us to put our oxygen masks on before you can put on your child's mask. You need to be regulated before you can model regulation for your child. Unfortunately, when you're stressed out, exhausted, and overwhelmed, you can't be available for your child. Mindful parenting does not mean being a perfect parent and is not something you can fail at. It is not easy and it takes practice, but like many aspects of parenting, some days are good and some are bad and you can always try again. 
You may forget to be mindful, but the second you realize you are distracted, it is an opportunity to make a different choice. The choice to be present. Mindful parenting means that you bring your conscious attention to what's happening instead of getting hijacked by your emotions. Mindfulness is about letting go of guilt and shame about the past and focusing on right now. It's about accepting whatever is going on rather than trying to change it or ignore it. Being a mindful parent means that you pay attention to what you're feeling. It does not mean that you will not get angry or upset. Of course, you will feel negative emotions, but acting on them mindlessly is what compromises our parenting. Benefits of Mindful Parenting Number 1. You become more aware of your feelings and thoughts. Number 2. You become more aware and responsive of your child's needs, thoughts, and feelings. Number 3. You become better at regulating your emotions. Number 4. You become less critical of yourself and your child. Number 5. You become better at standing back from situations and avoiding impulsive reactions. And number six, your relationship with your child will improve. How to practice mindful parenting. Think about a situation where you got upset or angry at your child, one where you reacted automatically because that is what most of us do when difficult thoughts, feelings, or judgments arise. In stressful situations, when our emotions are easily triggered, it's hard to be the best version of ourselves you can expect that your child will find those triggers. In order to make the choice to change your behaviors, you first have to become familiar with your hotspots and emotional triggers. Hotspots are certain times of our days when we are more vulnerable and less emotionally available. We may be feeling stressed, tired, overwhelmed or helpless, or we feel preoccupied with work or marriage. Emotional triggers are feelings or judgments from your own childhood, which may arise when your child does a specific action. Hear those in tomorrow's episode. You just listened to part one of the post titled, Mindful Parenting, How to Respond Instead of React, by Jill Cedar with Gottman.com. Jill is a writer and licensed clinical social worker who provides psychotherapy to individuals, couples, and families, including children and adolescents. You can actually read some of her content right at Parent.com, The Huffington Post, Scary Mommy, and several other parenting publications. So thank you to Jill for letting us feature her post today. Also, as I mentioned at the top of the show, you can contact us, join our mailing list, or learn anything about the show right at oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com. And that's a wrap. Thank you so much for listening to episode 129. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. And I'll plan on seeing you again tomorrow for the second part of this parenting post by Jill Cedar, where your optimal life awaits. Hello, Life Optimizer. This is Justin Mollick, creator and producer of this podcast, but also Optimal Living Daily the show where I read to you from even more blogs covering finance, productivity, minimalism, personal development, and more from incredible bloggers like Derek Sivers, Zen Habits, Mark and Angel, The Minimalists, and all the ones you hear on this show too. So if you enjoyed today's episode and like taking amazing blogs on the go, come on over to Optimal Living Daily 
and subscribe to that one too. And together, we'll start optimizing your life. You've been listening to Optimal Living Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us. And remember, your optimal life awaits.